This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen, and thanks for the memories. <laughs> My name is Aaron, and I am going to be heaven. <laughs> You're listening <laughs> to Sissy That Pod, your favourite RuPaul's Reaction Drag Race podcast. And today we are discussing season 15, episode 12. Where has time Ooh. flown so far? This is the Rusical, it's wig loose. Uh, are you a fan of, of Footloose? Um, I am not. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I I want to see it because that Kenny Loggins song is such a banger. But yeah, I to see yeah. It. I think I've, I maybe saw it once as a kid and was too young to be interested in it at all. I'm not not a fan of it. It's just let's do this week, so let's get into it. Hi, I'm Gerald Farrelly. And I'm Neve Kavanagh. And we have been friends for a very long time. And we regularly solve each other's problems. And now we'd like to solve yours in our podcast, Agony Rants. It's a weekly show where we offer you unwavering support. It's true. And it's the place to go if you need a place to vent or to get thoughtful advice. It's a serious lawsuit waiting to happen. Now, Grode, there isn't a problem that can't be helped by having a comedian and a Eurovision winner dissected before your very ears. Agony Rants is 40 minutes with two friends who just want to listen to you. Neve wants to listen. I dip in and out. Agony Rants has a new episode every Monday and you'll find us wherever you do your listening. There is a new episode of The Work Group out right now on the Sissy That Pod bonus feed where Erin and I sit down and get our claws into season two of Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Season three, would you watch it? Absolutely. I think so too. Yeah, great, great show. And and this is the first, I know there's the first season of it, but you know, that doesn't really count because this is a totally different format. But if it's this good the first time they've done it, Mm-hmm. And we know that that World of Wonder is not afraid to like change up formats and like improve things and stuff. Like, yeah. As you can hear there, we both actually kind of dug it and look forward to another season. So here our full recap over on headstuffpodcasts.com. See you there. Okay, the episode opens up with Selena saying Marsha should have gone home ages ago. And mm. then let me see Mistress in her skinny era. And I was like, <laughs> I just thought those two things were like r- out of characterly rude things for Selena to say. Yeah, I feel like but perhaps I'm biased towards Selena, but I feel like that that was kind of shitty producing 
or editing. I don't know. Maybe she was like goaded into that. It was a bit rude. And I feel bad for Marsha. Yeah. But it was coming from Selena. So maybe that kind of dampens the blow (laughs) a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Like if it was Sasha saying that, it might be devastating. But yes, you know. And then, uh, yeah, the the thin thing. So, yeah, I mean, the, that kind of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, uh, spiked me for a moment. You know what I mean? That's not the word. But um, I think her also being a bigger queen, that would be something that they kind of joke about with each other. But yeah, just it, not not a good look, obviously. But I don't, I don't know, her also being a bigger queen, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't say it was problematic now, but it just felt a bit rude. Like, I was kind of like, mm. you know, why out of all the things, why would you choose that? Also, like, <laughs> the I'm in my blank, blank, blank era has really has really ramped mm-hmm. up <laughs> this mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. And even, um, like, my boyfriend sometimes says he's culturally straight because he doesn't <laughs> understand a lot of these things. So I was trying to explain it to him where it came from and stuff like that. And when I had to explain it, I was like, God, this makes no sense at all. Mm. But, like, yeah, I'm kind of finished with it. It was fun for a while. I think we need to end this era of saying that expression. And, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, it's also, it's if, you, if you kind of break down what it means, like, I like I, I get, I get, this sort of empowering aspect of it which is like you know what i'm i'm pointing my ship in this direction i'm gonna be more whatever and obviously they're not being totally literal when they're talking about this but there's also kind of like a a, you know it feels like the thing should be more like i'm digging down into who i am as opposed to like let let me try on this new thing i don't know if you wanted to like really dig into that like now i'm in my top era now i'm like a boss uh, though I did appreciate when they were when they were talking about eras and stuff and everyone was laughing having a great time everyone's having yeah. a great time because Lucy's finally won so there's not this like anger in the air <laughs> and then Lucy drops like no I'm in my winning era era and everyone's like oh, okay <laughs> she's still here she's still insecure no. <laughs> now I uh, Lucy won me over in this week's episode though I like I mm. felt I felt bad for her in the allocation of the roles conversation tete-a-tete mm. interesting we, 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 we <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I guess it's similar to was it rap that they were all fighting over in the girl group challenge or was it rock I can't remember but I don't know just, metal there's I think <clears throat> oh it was you're right yeah they were fighting over metal yeah which um, is funny a bunch of drive kids yeah. fighting over metal. <laughs> 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 like, Mistress has a good amount of slap and tickle. And I think mm. she just about gets away with it when she's being a bit um, rude. Yeah. Looks, though, is all slap, no tickle. And I just mm-hmm. think she, like, she rubbed me up the wrong way. Her air of <laughs> entitlement. <laughs> and, like... I don't know, condescension towards Lucy. Such that, like, if, you know, obviously Lucy can rub people up the wrong way herself, but I just kind of felt they weren't even, like, they they, they had no respect for her, is what mm-hmm. I came across as. They were like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to take this because I have more friends here than you do. It's kind of how it came across to me, and I felt yeah. sorry for Lucy. Yeah, I mean, 
Lex's attitude has always kind of rubbed me up the wrong way, way. which I think is a really (laughs) funny turn of phrase. But uh, um, yeah, I think this episode, I kind of like, I wouldn't go as far as to say that Lucy grew on me, but I feel like, and obviously this is just my own take, but I saw her a different way, which was okay, this is somebody, especially like after her conversation with Selena about, um, you know, people making fun of how she sounded and then saying that like she was trying to please people. And I was like, okay, I think this is somebody who does put on a false front, but is trying to put on a false front that people would like. And I think like when you, when we, and I think everyone has found themselves in this position where it's like, okay, this is what you want from me. You want me to be this sort of way. And then when people don't like that, it's especially hurtful because it's not even really authentic to yourself. So you're like, I'm trying to be this way to be likable, or in this case, to be respected as a great queen. I'm doing all these things. So you also respect me, but it comes off as disingenuous. So everyone really dislikes it, which is even more painful for Lucy. And she's even more defensive. And in that conversation, I i mean, I always think like when they're doing casting stuff w- amongst each other and anyone says like, I should be this role, thats that always rubs me in the wrong way. It's always a little lame. Um, and I thought they were both obnoxious. And I do feel like they are starting to kind of bully Lucy a little bit. Yeah. Like... Her like their justification for it was oh well Lucy thinks she deserves this because she's she wants the biggest role because she wants to win and it's like well don't you all want to win (laughs) I know don't you think well they were annoyed that she wasn't just saying I want this because it's the biggest role right like they were they were annoyed or at least what they said, I don't know if this is actually true, but what Lex was saying was like, keep it 100, you you just want the biggest role. And whether or not that's true, they were annoyed at her about that. I think they also got annoyed at Lucy saying like, oh no, the energy is just like me. She's nice. She's, <laughs> and they're all like, huh? Well, I guess we can't compare it. Like at that point, we don't know what any of the characters are. So we don't know. We're taking yeah. their word for it, whether it's true or not. Um, I mean- Ultimately, I think she did a good job on the role, so maybe it was similar to her, but they were also trying to put her on to Tuck, which Selena got, I think, which was the kind of country mm. cowboy. Right. Which I guess <laughs> would have fit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I think Lux would have done great in that role as well. But I, I always find it strange that the when the queens fight for the ingenue role, which technically is like the biggest role or the protagonist of of the rusical but it's always kind of just the most wide-eyed untextured role like i think yeah like lucy did well at it but it's kind of boring in a way because you're the audience's um point of view and so you're just kind of wide-eyed and yeah well for me like from the outside it felt like carl was the winning role Mm. Like, normally it's this 
you know, small-ish slot that comes in about yeah. three quarters of the way in that steals the show. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of Willow Pill as that green Kali Minogue angel yes. in Moulin <laughs> Rouge. I'm thinking yes. of uh, Denali and Gottmik as the Russian bots in the social mm. media musical. Like, it's often that's those smaller roles that take it. So I think, yeah. you know, just because you want the bigger role doesn't mean you're actually going to win. So, like, maybe that's yeah. flawed logic from Lucy or it's flawed logic from Mistress and Lux. But yeah, I don't know. That does feel like the smaller roles win. Yeah, for sure. Um, do, we, do we get into the actual performance now of, of Wig Loose? I watched it and it was really hard to see who was going to be in the bottom. Like everyone did such a good job. Yeah, everyone did so great. Like I loved how in the rehearsal footage, they're like trying to make it seem like someone's really going to fall on their ass. Um but yeah, they, it was it was incredible. Also, like the that was my favorite, like rusical on paper. I think like the it was the most musical like because it was about an actual issue. So it had like actual like real touching moments, and then was also very funny at the same time. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I, I kind of got a, not annoyed, but I kind of felt it was a shame at the start that like they kind of didn't really address everything that's obviously happening now, which obviously they can because it hadn't happened yet. But obviously the mm. it, it had the roots of it had already begun with the anti-trans rhetoric or the, and well, that had started, the anti-drag rhetoric. Um, so it happened to just be very poignant for mm. a world where you're not allowed to do drag. And then I think after, or it was during the walk show or a bit afterwards, you know, I think Ross Matthews says it and, and they do kind of tie it into more modern day stuff. And I, and I was happy with that. But at the start, I was like, oh, I'd love to be able to tie this in more to nowadays stuff. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Did I guess if you've only seen it once, you don't remember whether the songs like directly mapped on the songs from Footloose? Did you remember? Uh, no, I mean, the only song I know from Footloose is Footloose. Di- yeah, <laughs> yeah me, me too. <laughs> like, like, is Footloose? a musical like our I, I don't like I know like John Lithgow doesn't like sing a song does he I don't actually know if it is a musical um I also want to like point out like when they were rehearsing the moment where mistress is holding Lux's coat and finds the security tag on it and <laughs> yes. Lux says I didn't steal it I swear it was the worker <laughs> so funny and I know but and that's happened that's happened to me before where I've walked out of a store and the security tag has still been on it but I've never left it on I've always like cut it out <laughs> but does ink not come out of it then no uh well you have to like cut the garment okay yeah this way um, okay no because the songs I heard I felt they mapped to other 80 songs that I didn't associate with the movie mm. like I felt that first song that Mistress did as as preacher teacher was kind of like a a knockoff of Small Town Boy, um, mm. and then the one that Anitra did I think was very like Borderline by Madonna, and then obviously when the when the characters get up and drag for the first time, like Lucy I think it's supposed to be like Cindy Lauper and Lux is supposed yeah. to be Madonna and uh, Selena is Whitney, and then I guess Anitra or. Sasha is Patty LaBelle, I, th- I guess, from like the the pearls and everything like that, and the performance. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was trying to see what what I'm mapped towards. Uh, who did you think did the best in it? I I I yeah, I'd agree with the judges and say Anitra, but I think it also comes down to like what moments everyone got. But I did think that the way that lip sync was done was was super powerful and 
owned. I also was really impressed by Selena. Like I thought Selena brought a lot to that part and was really funny and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think she did a good job. I thought Sasha did a really good job. Like, oh yeah, to yeah. see her transform into Carl, like this kind of mm-hmm. nerdy guy who then, when he turned around, had like this big booty. <laughs> I <loved> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so that would you expect for that character? It seemed like and she then... was trying to like tuck in her ass a bit, or like kind yeah. of like stand in a way where that wasn't prominently. <laughs> but it's like, no, you can't, you can't hide that gorgeous peach. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it's like an accountant with a bubble butt. It's just not what you're yeah. expecting. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good. It's like I know exactly who this person is, who this character is. Yeah, yeah. And again, like this is juxtaposition to like her in, in drag persona. And then, like, did such a good job when she came out of drag that in that lip sync, like, she just really mm-hmm. served it. So I thought she did a, a really good job, too. Yeah. Um, if I had to choose two people to be in the bottom, I probably would have chosen Mistress and Looks. Not because they were bad. I just felt I remembered them. The le- well, not I remembered them. I just had the fewest good things to say about them, purely based <laughs> on their performance. Because they all did really good. Yeah. Yeah, I I was watching it and I was like, because sometimes I'll watch Drag Race and I will like, whether it's a maxi challenge or a runway and I alone in my living room will be like, oh my God, well, this was perfect. I didn't see a single thing wrong with us. So I was watching the Rusicle and I was like, is this going to be one of those times where like, I think this is amazing, but then it's pointed out to me like why it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I was having a hard time thinking like figuring out who would be you know actually okay the 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 person if I had to choose like my least favorite it would have been Lucy um and not because I think that she did bad at all the (laughs) this is such a small thing but she had this like blue sticker on her cheek (laughs) and I hated that That's how nitpicky. I had to get, that's how nitpicky. I'd have to get like I didn't like that blue sticker. Wait, was it when she was in boy drag or girl drag? Boy drag. It was like this okay. little blue sticker or gem or something, or maybe it was just something stuck to my television. But like, it like <laughs> I like I just didn't didn't get it, and I um and maybe that wasn't even her choice, but. I don't know, like she just played it so Disney wide eyed that I think she could have done a bit more, maybe. Yeah, no, it definitely was Disney wide. I got a lot of Zac Efron from High School Musical off the performance, Mm. but I thought like, I I thought it was, you know, confident and assuring and I felt like she had good stage presence and stuff like that. And she was a good main character that would shepherd us through the story. I think. Absolutely. Um, I mean, this is just the nitpickiness with after like a really excellent uh, yeah. musical. <laughs> Blue sticker yeah. or not aside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the opening number from Mistress as well, the the preacher teacher number. Uh, like that was, I thought that was good. But again, I, I compared to the other sort of solo numbers, I thought you know, it could have probably been better. But mm. yeah, overall, I guess the crux of this is very strong would you go back and watch it again i have (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i watched it yesterday and then i i I watched again twice this morning i was like i really like this okay yeah (laughs) yeah no i think i should go back and watch it again after the musical then um we kind of have a 
a moment about Sasha's mum, or was that during the walkthrough actually? With, with, with yeah, a moment with Sasha's mum. Yeah, that was the first time I cried in this episode. I cried five times in the episode. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. one was Sasha's mum. One was Anitra at DragCon. Uh huh. Yeah. Number three was Anitra in the performance. Yes, great call. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> number four was oh, Selena on the main stage. Um. Well, I guess I guess I'm cheating slightly. Um. Wait, what? Did I... Oh, uh, the, the the last two were actually from Untucked. <laughs> Okay. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there were some really nice moments like that, like he- hearing Anitra's story about DragCon and like mm-hmm. how much it meant to her. And yeah, yeah. Just, it was so nice to hear how important that like, you know, safe space was for her as a queer person. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. it was so, so moving and um, so, so relatable. And I, and I liked it when she was talking about being in the closet. I don't know if I've ever heard that be phrased in a way where like she said, like being confined. So like, it's not just about like being in a closet where you're hiding yourself, you're, you're confined to the closet and having to curate yourself in a certain way, which of course is what that means. But I thought that was really great metaphor for that and very striking. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I appreciated Selena as well. Um, again, talking about like compulsory heterosexuality and, and when they're talking about outlaw mm. and drag and how they, you know, conservative people are saying that we are grooming them and their kids and stuff like that. But in reality, yeah. like heterosexual people are grooming us and forcing a Hillary Duff wallet onto Selena. <laughs> I and know. Like, like, That's yeah. your girlfriend now. Like, I know. regardless of the sexuality, like what a weird thing to say to a kid. Like, here's a picture yeah. of... A, of somebody they're your girlfriend that like what i know or do you have any girlfriend yeah and that that stuff is so rampant like uh you and i are are probably in kind of bubbles a little bit um me more than you because i i i am not also an engineer or or, (laughs) but um yeah that's just so so common and gross just immediately forcing the patriarchy on little boys and little girls is insanity the Hilary Duff wallet did sound good I was kind of jealous mm. I would have liked it for myself because I know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hilary Duff was like I guess I was that age where like I had this I was drawn towards her mm. and obviously being 12 like or 13 like that in my head the only logical reason for me being drawn towards it was obviously that I was like attracted to her or whatever mm. so like I used to think I fancied her but in reality I was just drawn towards a female pop star yeah <laughs> I think you know yeah and was Lizzie Unique McGuire experience. a detective what was Lizzie McGuire's deal though she was just a girl just navigating yeah. life and becoming a teenager and social awkward you know fancying boys and Right. Fighting with girls. I don't know why in my head I thought she was also a detective, but <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> the Lizzie McGuire movie. No, that's worth that's worth okay. sticking on. And then when you watch the performance in it, then you can watch Trisha Paytas's recreation of the performance. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Cultural touchstones. <laughs> Trisha Paytas just cr- recreates it on her channel. Is that- yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We've gone on on too many Trisha Paytas uh, like deep dives, and they always leave me feeling very sad. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) no offense to Trish. To Trish. (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on okay. to the runway. Uh, category is everybody say glove. If you want to check out the runway looks at drag.looks. So Lucy's up first. Yes. Yeah. So, so she's wearing like an olive, uh, olive forest green um, swimsuit sort of situation with a long creature of the Black Lagoon gloves that have uh, fins on them, webbed fingers, and a and then the waist of it is like the creature of the Black Lagoon's gills. And then she's wearing like um, a, a jeweled uh, necklace and matching earrings and like a strawberry blonde rose goldy wig uh what did you what did you think of this swimsuit i liked it so i was at the point in my uh, journey with lucy on this episode <laughs> where i'd gone for feeling bad for her rooting for her i think she had a really good job in the musical was kind of hoping for her to like win um really wow what a 180 i get because again, i want like, to be guess... where you are emotionally like i don't i don't hate her i just i, I yeah anyway god I think there's an element of me that, again, and I've said it before, because she's a gay in construction, I have this fundamental bond right. with her <laughs> that I can't shake. So I was tapping into that. And then she came out in this look, which I think is fine. But the way she spoke about it made it sound like it was got mixed Swarovski look from the finale of season <laughs> 13. That just pissed me off again. So I was like, mm. oh, okay. <laughs> mm. I'm still ready for you, but just, you know, this is nice. It's not... A 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, it was probably a bit small in terms of gloves. Like, I guess they're webbed gloves. But I again, I think the idea could have been bigger. I, I agree. I agree. Like, I think if the runaway category was swimwear, this mm-hmm. would have, like, killed it for me. Because I do like the idea. And I like the aesthetic of, like, the old... Uh, monster movies and the way that the if you haven't seen like do you know what the creature of the black lagoon looks like no um if you if you google a picture of it like it's it's very cool and strange looking um and is is an iconic uh sort of look um so that would have been cool but yeah it, it yeah it went went a bit more from it and the wig doesn't make a lot of sense to me um and the makeup looks so sort of everyday drag that it looks like a Halloween costume like a very well-made Halloween costume but yeah I wasn't knocked out by it like okay I'm looking at the creature of the Black Lagoon here but even you know similar to the 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 fish in the shape of water or whatever like it hasn't leaned in enough to monster to be monster I agree yeah it's 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 a bikini with gills and, and, and webbed hands yeah so yeah I think swimsuit works better for that but, yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't hate it. It was good. Like it's I didn't hate it. But I'm also like I'm I'm constantly confused when queens are surprised they didn't win with a look that's essentially a swimsuit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. it's like it's just not a it's just not enough to wow you. That's it. It's just like just the basic fact that there's just not enough like material or look or yeah, I wish like the the I wish the the face sort of reflected the creature. Yeah, she could have, like, make up some gills on her face or something like that. She really wanted to lean into ugly. And I guess she leaned into yeah. ugly last week with, you know, the the vampire look, I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, to be fair to, to Lucy, mm-hmm. this isn't a winning look from Anitra either. 
but she won't because the maxi challenge. Yeah, so uh, Anitra is wearing a rave-inspired uh, look. Um, she's wearing like a, f- a full sheer um, stocking cat suit and uh, a like vinyl uh, sort, of, sort of like deep blue um what can I tell like it's it's almost like a harness bikini top uh mm. which is kind of cool and uh bikini bottoms and the these like cobalt blue gloves and she has uh rave lights on her on her hands and she's wearing again like she she's worn it before like a sort of attache thing on the side of her face and this looks like a, it's like a spider um yeah I it, and it's then, very then like a neon blue wig kind of thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's very um like uh not fifth fifth element, but um Mortal Kombat kind of thing. Uh yeah, it's very mortal 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 combat. Yeah. <laughs> <I always laughs> when um, when I saw this, I was reminded of Bosco. Do you remember Bosco would kind of come out with something which was like a bra? or mm. a bikini or like a corset mm-hmm. and there was a different spin on it and like people got fed up with it and gave out to her about it this kind of gave me that as well which is is like you know relying on on body and you know it's yeah. it's a bikini with chains and gloves and yeah. she looks good but again it's not a winning costume it's very sci-fi look. go go girl i like yeah i like it but yeah i'm not wowed by it i was realizing this episode like maybe i just don't love anitra's runway looks didn't she make that dress that we loved that had like the the, the spine on it like oh the, yes that was she, incredible <clears throat> yeah, that's what yeah. she so made she's able to, yeah so she's able to do like these big things it seems like she's always dressing for lip syncing for her life <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah this looks yeah. like a girl group challenge look you can see yeah. this like you know so yeah look at those shifts good but it yeah. wasn't, I kind of was like, at this stage now, I think you need to be pulling out bigger things, but. No. Yeah, and it looks quite similar to other things. Um, now, now, Mistress. Now, Mistress. Now, this was unreal. So, Mistress is wearing a um, tight floor length uh, mermaid silhouette gown with massive, massive puff sleeves that are cut, that, that go into the gloves. So, it's almost like she, the puff sleeves are also the gloves and it's gold and yellow there's like an art deco pattern down the front and she's got a big big dolly parton-esque wig maybe dolly parton mm-hmm. is the wrong reference but um yeah she looks unbelievable this is an unbelievable look yeah this this is really high quality this is what you're expecting yeah. from like a look queen all right and mm-hmm. yeah the, the ruffle detail on her shoulders they kind of just look like two massive scrunchies almost that her hands are coming out of yeah 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 it gives you the opulence that you want um like if you're thinking gloves you need to go gloves ott and uh, and this did that it gives like um super dragged up uh bell from beauty of the beast maybe like at bell's wedding like bell's mom returns like comes back from the dead and this is what she comes wearing (laughs) for the wedding (laughs) yeah it's unbelievable like like i'm so curious i wish we knew like who the teams were bes- behind some of the queens, like the designers. That that information is probably available somewhere. <laughs> I just haven't yeah. looked. In terms of like, it's always again, you know, we discuss a lot. It's very difficult, or it, I mean, it shouldn't be, but bigger queens have a difficult time on the runway typically because they're held to 
skinny people body standards or whatever and looks and yeah well and it's harder it's harder to dress a bigger body and to give yourself shape like it's it just is harder yeah not impossible I'm just saying as someone who's been all different sizes I'm speaking from experience here (laughs) (laughs) but one of the greens who's kind of known for being a fashion queen despite the disadvantage she has because of her body is Eureka do you think mistress has outdone Eureka when it comes to looks um fashion wise yeah like I like that Eureka always has a comedic spin on everything Uh, but yeah I think I think mistress is bringing something different to the table and you know is showing that like having not I mean the difference is like having a um a clothes hanger body where you can kind of just put anything on it and you don't have to think about shape or whatever um because having a bigger body doesn't have to be a disadvantage it could be a massive advantage um and mistress is showing that she's worn all these different sorts of silhouettes and I'm sure is inspiring people who are bigger across the globe to be like yeah but like that looks sexy as hell like I can yeah I don't know it's it's great and it is just yeah it is just fashion um yeah 100% and also I think I remember Eureka saying after All-Star 6 that she's an inherent disadvantage as well because they all get the same amount of bags and by nature of her just being a bigger person like Eureka's also oh, really? what, six foot right. tall as well so oh, like yes. god I love Eureka so much like mm-hmm. she just has more material and she can't fit as much variety into a suitcase that you know looks nowhere London probably good so that is another right. disadvantage I guess that is crazy but yeah just let them have more bags yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of looks, looks is up next, um, and her take on gloves was plaster Paris casts. <laughs> yeah. So, so Lux is coming out looking like um, everyone I went to high school with <laughs> that like did ecstasy. Like it's a sort of trip hop, um, hot topic rave look so we have like a little crop top t-shirt and then um arm casts on both arms she had her friends sign them from home and then she's wearing um I forget what these are called they're like over oversized uh they're not parachute pants but they're parachute pants-esque and they've got all the straps and stuff on them so it's 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 very much uh rave early 2000s kind of look so uh, in my in my small town in dublin we -hmm. used to call these ufos okay the the pants ufos the pants yeah so they're like combat (laughs) pants but with strips hanging off them right 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 and 2004 now was peak ufo we'd go to our teen disco Mm -hmm. and we'd we'd uh We'd listen to the song I always remember is remember that song Tipsy by Jay Kwan. Everybody at the club yeah. getting tipsy. <laughs> yeah. That was my peak memory of, of these pants. And then the slow set would be to um Britney Spears' Every Time. That's my core teenage um, memory surrounding those pants. And all the girls were wearing those pants. Yes. I suppose if I'm being honest with myself, I wanted to wear the pants too, but I didn't feel like I could. <laughs> I always like I you know, I, I think this this look is successful I immediately just like flash back to like the kids who would wear this stuff in high school and really not not being in with them or like like I mean because they they, were, they all did drugs and I was like such a goody two-shoes that I was like what's happening with these people 
Like, who are these people? <laughs> well, I guess I was a teenager. So, I mean, there's probably less drugs uh, when we were 14 or whatever. But oh, well, I, I mean, think... I, I'm also speaking about teenage yeah. time. <laughs> went to a big high school. There was a lot of room okay. for people to be doing a lot of drugs. Uh, I went to an import, like a, to a public school, but it was like a very rich, big high school. So there were a lot of, a lot of, a lot of drugs. Okay. Yeah. I guess for, for me, what like the people who wore those UFO pants for me weren't goths. No, no, the, it's different. Yeah. So that's kind of what confused me with this look because the top was really goth. The hair is gothy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the lace detail up the t shirts very gothy, but then mm-hmm. the pants for me are very, you know. Hun, I don't know if we would call it. I don't know what, like main, main, mm. mainstream girly, and then the boots, the platform boots. Then yeah, the platform throw it off. boots don't make sense. Yeah, to me, this is just pure ecstasy culture. Um, at least in America, like that's that's what these pants would be associated with for sure. Um, and yeah, I agree. The skull, skull and crossbones shirt is pretty inaccuristic. Inaccuristic to this whole look like the pants are giving me well though also hmm so I used to work at Hot Topic do you know what Hot Topic is yeah yeah Yeah. so it's I I guess I only know like I guess I've I've, I've absorbed people might not know but it's Mm -hmm. like a a gothy shop um the I can't remember the name of the there's a shop that's at the uh, up on the top floor of the St. Stephen's Green Shopping Center, which is basically our equivalent of Hot Topic. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so like when I when I worked at Hot Topic at a at the Westwood Mall in San Diego, um it was so like Hot Topic was not just goth, it was also punk and also rock and also metal to the extent that like working there when you came into work hypothetically you should have been able you you would have to identify what scene you were dressing in and um this would be like street scene but it all but it is also goth like the the pants could also be goth but it's like mixing a couple things together I did get sent home once from work because I couldn't identify what scene I was dressing in Um, (laughs) and (laughs) to be fair I like hadn't done laundry and I just wore basically lingerie to work and I was like it's um <laughs> streetwear uh, yeah <laughs> I it feels to me slightly as and look obviously American lens on this is totally different to from the time or what people were dressing as whatever in yeah. at the time but this feels kind of like three different looks from the same or three different items of clothing from the same era but would mm-hmm. not be worn by the same person and I don't get uh, like I also think it juxtaposes the the fact that the gloves are the the plaster Paris arms why mm. did this woman break her arms there's no story about that yeah She's, you're right yeah I didn't get that yeah I mean she does she she walks down the runway so confidently and is so great at selling a look that like when it first came down I, I immediately was like Ugh, don't don't love this because my own baggage with this look <laughs> um, <laughs> but also like wasn't she was walking so confidently I didn't even think about like the arm cast and how that doesn't really make sense and now like the the shoes are really bothering me because like that is yeah. not that's not it at no. all yeah if it was a platform converse that would mm. work uh, so yeah, yeah i know this didn't work for me this is one of her few misses i felt for looks yeah i think they should be like platform 
Docks. Mm. Or those like leather studded boots that people would wear as well. They would work. Mm. Selena <laughs> was up next. Oh. I liked this. Really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why don't you explain it then? Okay. <laughs> okay. She's wearing a. Uh, I mean, it's body... so funny that we're talking about Lux's look being anachronistic. Cut to this look. God. <laughs> She's wearing a bodysuit which is pink and red and yellow and gold uh and she has and it's got a face on it which i only noticed when i saw it in black and white but the boobs are eyes and there's a nose down the middle yes. and then the mouth is like over her pussy and it looks a bit uh, like mr blobby oh yes Do you know yeah. Mr. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um and then there is a sort of like black and red wig that's partially up partially down a thick gold chain uh, necklace around her neck and then she's wearing red latex uh, boots and the gloves are long they start like above her elbow long uh, red latexy lobster hands is what they look like to me yeah at first I thought it was a lobster look and then you're like oh no they're just hands but for me like this is rave culture like I could mm. see somebody go to a rave like that like okay whatever maybe not with the lobster hands like I could see that as like a sort of rave festival look. yeah look. look it's yeah. not overly fashionable but I feel like she was able to portray a character I could see Selena's character in this go into a like a warehouse rave in this in this look um, mm. and have a good time the hands hmm. also. Did you ever watch the Amanda show? Um, the Amanda Bynes. Yes, yeah. yes. And she did like a sketch on Judge Judy, which is Judge Trudy. And at the end, yes. she'd say, "Bring in the dancing lobsters." And then, like the lobster <laughs> hands were very like what Selena was wearing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, you didn't like this. <laughs> um, I was just really confused by it. Um, yeah, it's not. And look, I'm a massive Selena apologist. I, I just like, I, I don't like, I feel like someone made that. I don't feel like she made this. I don't, I don't know that she was like clear on what this meant. I don't, I felt it was kind of unique. It is, you know, maybe it's the, the way that she's styled her hair is confusing to me. Like it's, it's giving kind of uh, Latina Spice Girls in a fun way, but I don't know. Because because it you know now that you say it like it does it does look pop arty, um like it looks it looks like it could be a piece of art it's just it's again just so busy and the color of the wig makes the whole palette seem like a little off to me or something I don't I don't yeah I don't know I I don't know and like I think if you're gonna have massive red gloves that are the exact color of lobster claws why are they not lobster claws (laughs) you know like i think it should be a different color yeah i think i think you're right with the hair i think like a pussycat wig might have worked better with this um Mm. but again i just like the the pop art club kitty vibe to it and i kind of like the fact that i feel like she could like kick my ass and beat me in a dance off at the same time Mm, like, yeah. I, like it's garish but i think it's purposely garish mm. okay all right well i like i like it more now than okay i did before yeah <laughs> and okay. finally then sasha 
This was really clever, I thought, making the Very actual clever. garment out of baseball gloves. Yeah, yeah. So she, so it's almost like a baseball glove warrior look. Like she's got a one-armed um, baseball glove top that's like so brilliantly sewn together. I mean, how expensive was this? <laughs> this must have been... I um, I now I'm just talking about all my teenage jobs. My my other teenage job was working at a sporting goods store called Big Five, and I know that those gloves are fucking expensive. Yeah. So <laughs> she's and she's got like the wrist guard, and then she also has the skirt. It looks like it's giving almost like Buffalo Bill, like kind of. Yeah, I kind of got almost together. Native American off it. Like, not that, that that's a purposeful reference from her, but I think it's just mm-hmm. like the the mixture of animal hides in some Native American kind of uh, yeah. dresses well, and, I mean, and stuff like that. Yes, that too. But I, to clarify, I meant Buffalo Bill from like Silence of the Lambs, like sewing together oh. human skin. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. But, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yours is way nicer. That's a much nicer reference okay. <laughs> than um, Serial Killer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it does. It does. It does look. Uh, yeah, I get the Native American thing, and I like. I like that the eye makeup kind of resembles um, uh, black under eye makeup that baseball players wear, so the sun doesn't reflect in their eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's this just great. Super clever, and I think like the best. I mean, glove. What was it? Give us all the uh, glove. Everybody, everybody say glove. Everybody say glove. <laughs> So dumb. Um, <laughs> like I think that's a hard, that's a difficult prompt to mm. nail because yeah. you know gloves by uh, just inherently are like a uh, are an accessory. So like Selena took it so literally where it's like okay, I have giant ass gloves. Um, but yeah, making the whole outfit gloves is. It's clever. 100%. Very clever. Yeah. I would say I am looking forward to seeing Sasha in a gown. Yeah, has it been a while? Or she has she worn? I don't gowns? know if I've ever like it's always been a look that is accentuating her her body, which mm-hmm. I always love. But I am looking forward to a gown at some point. Yeah, she has a lot of like deconstructed, like reimagined. So um Anitra, well, I guess we don't know who, who wins at this point, but yeah, Anitra goes on to win. The judges basically compliment everybody and say, basically say who should go home and why. And they basically yes. throw it on to the castmates in a cop yes. out. So Lucy's up first. She says, <laughs> in a cop out. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um. uh, normally whatever's, whoever's named in these ends up in the bottom two, irregardless of whether they're deserved to or not, typically. So yeah. Um, Lucy says Selena, Anitra says Selena, Mistress says Sasha because she's the biggest competition. Looks mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. basically, and again, I was back on the sympathy for Lucy train with this one because she basically said why everybody was great and then was like, this is why Lucy isn't great, she should go home. Mm-hmm. And I just felt that wasn't necessary. That I felt that was an extra knife in the back. She should have just said Lucy and moved on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have mixed mixed feelings. I thought it was interesting. I was mostly like looking at the judges. I was like, are they enjoying this or are they? I mean, I, I get the sense that they really do favor queens, whether or not they're being nice or, or not, who seem to really just state what they want and who they are and how they feel. And I and obviously like that was impressive to them, even though they teased her for like talking so long. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it felt. I, I feel two ways about it. Like I, I agree that I felt I thought it felt like overly 
cruel, but also I appreciated, I, I, I felt like it was kind of like preempting Lucy being like, why would you even name me? You know, like it was like giving this full thesis statement on Lucy. And, and to be honest, like by the time she got done explaining it, I kind of agreed with her. Um, and I mean, the thing with Lucy is like, Lucy is so immensely talented, obviously all of them are. Um, but Lucy is like so polished and is obviously like such a great performer, has such a great stage presence, killed it in the comedy challenge, which I think is huge. And I would love to see her live. I think she's incredible live, but I think that there's, there's some, there's some disconnect between like who she actually is and her stage persona like there's some there's some like small bit of fear there when it comes to like being who she actually is and she even kind of said her herself in this episode this week like I I yeah I think she doesn't know how much she's showing her ass and she thinks that she, I, I don't know like she thinks that she she has to kind of be something that she's not a little bit but it's not working which is why everyone's so annoyed with her yeah and like not open to criticism at no. all um <laughs> but no. yeah i just kind of felt that was an unnecessary pilot i know selena was upset similarly because lucy said her name and selena had been the shoulder to cry on earlier for lucy in the episode <clears throat> but in the same point of view i was kind of like she has to say somebody and she's not saying because you're bad she's just saying it's because of yeah. track record I didn't I, also feel Selena had was right to be annoyed either. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I kind of agree. But I also, like, I felt like Lucy saying that was shitty in that Lucy has gone on and on about not feeling like she deserves to be second, not feeling like it goes back to that thing of, like, her so openly disagreeing with the judges' decisions. And then when asked, like, who do you think should go home like doesn't stand up for like what she actually thinks presumably and says Selena and I agree with Selena that like the judges know who they voted for and they're asking I don't know like I I get Anitra doing it but I I, I did think it was a bit like disingenuous for her to say Selena because I don't think she actually thinks that no, I don't think she wants Selena to go home. And, no. and to be honest, I was expecting Untucked to be better than it was because after this, mm-hmm. I was like, God, they're going to tear strips off each other. <laughs> and they kind of didn't. No, I was kind of relieved, though, that it wasn't like insanity. But yeah, I get what you're saying. And like, there was a bit where Untucked where Selena is kind of goading Lucy to be like, I know you don't want me to go home. I know you'd rather other people to go home, say who they are. And, and Lucy is like, not not budging on that. But she's like, yeah, basically say it's looks or mistress because they're the people you gave out to me earlier on about. So I, I guess Selena was like, felt like she was being insincere because she was like, you want those two to go home, but you're not saying them, you're saying me instead. Whereas I think Lucy was just trying to have it take ownership of the decision off herself and just say, mm-hmm. soon she go home because of the track record. And also like, Selena was going to go home this episode anyway. Like, the, I guess, I guess they can't feel the narrative hands at work in the room. But it was kind of right. obvious that I felt Selena was going to go home just based on track record at that point. Yeah, I thought it was unnecessary for Selena to be so upset at that, and then to like also kind of stir up or try to stir up stir up drama um, with her wanting other people to go home. Um, but I think it it would be if I was in the competition, just based on what I'm saying, I would be annoyed 
at Lucy for playing the political game and then also being so messy backstage. I don't think it's any less political than Mistress saying Sasha should go home because she's my biggest competition. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I suppose that's fair enough. It, it just it just didn't seem very courageous to me because I, I, I just no. don't... Middle like, figures either. Yeah, like, I don't think that Lucy... Again, I like, I don't think that... Like, I hate that she has it both ways where she's annoyed when she's not in the top and then when she is in the top it's like okay well of course I should be in the top yeah <laughs> like it, it's yeah. I find that irritating and then Sasha says Lucy looks whatever I don't care <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I mean that was my favorite response <laughs> I'm gonna win this shit uh, anyway so fucking send home wherever you watch not send home me uh, <laughs> yeah yeah no I so, appreciate um, that yeah Anitra wins, uh, deserved win. I think we were saying like a good performance. And I think after my theory last week about Anitra not making the final four, I think this has guaranteed her position there because she hadn't won anything since the first episode. So I think mm. she's safe now to say I'll choose. Can the, we talk about Lux heckling Lucy during the lip sync? Yes, I was going to get into it. So the lip sync was running up the hill to Kate Bush. That was yeah, hunty and not a nice way. Yeah, I. Again, that just hammered home this nastiness, I think, that's in, in mm-hmm. looks. And mm-hmm. I think she thinks she's being cute, like mistress, but... Mm-hmm. No. That was mean. No, it's like it's vitriolic. Like, I, you know, back to the beginning of the episode, like, I didn't think that Lux acted well there. I didn't go as far as to, like, feel sorry for Lucy, because I thought... But, but, like, I think that, like, mistress... Like, there was a moment, I can't remember if it was, like, last episode or this episode or an untucked where mistress and and lucy had a moment where it's like no i do like you like you know i this, like this you, episode right? yeah 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 because i think again i think looks kind of goaded mistress to be like say who you don't fuck with and then mistress was like lucy and then i think mistress realized what she said and was like yeah you don't well, fuck actually, with i me? mean i'm kind of joking like i don't hate you and blah, blah, yeah blah, blah. Mistress like realized like oh, okay this this feels too personal this seems like I actually disrespect you which I don't like I just like sparring with you whereas Lux I think is not really reading the room and it's just like oh we all hate Lucy right and like Lux screamed come on Selena eat her up bitch <laughs> like <laughs> jeez I didn't hear the actual word for word wow okay yeah I wrote that down yeah she said two things um but and obviously like they left that in and I was just like that's mean like it's one thing to like cheer on Selena which I think is still kind of shitty but you know that Lucy is like Lucy looked like she was tearing up when she was about to sing it's also funny to tackle during the kit running off the uh what did you think of this lip sync I love that this song obviously was chosen because when it was filmed, it was obviously, you know, right at the cusp of the Stranger Things re, you know, invention of this song. But it never really went anywhere. No, I like they could have moved more to it. And God, the judges looked nonplussed as all hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, the look on Rue's face. Like, I, I kind of love when you can see when they're just like living for what they're seeing like last week. And then this week was just like. Okay, I guess you're both just going super sincere. sincere. But also, what other way can you play it, really? Like, it's not yeah. a power ballad, so you can't... Like, it doesn't have... It's mid, It's a mid-tempo 80 synth song. Like, there's no highs and lows. It, it's an emotional journey 
mm-hmm. you can only really play it sincere. Yeah, but yes, okay, yes. But I, I just think like I, I like I also think like the tone of what that song is about and what it's saying is like it's not it's there's a sad tinge to it, but it's also like kind of empowering. And they both were kind of playing like just breaking down. I don't know. I, I just wanted them to move their bodies more or at the very least pretend to run. Yeah. <laughs> you want a running man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> or just like some. I, I, yeah. It just was so, so straightforward. Um, and bless Selena for trying to make her slowly taking off her gloves mean something. Yeah. Um, but... It was a glove reveal. She had the same glove yeah. underneath, just in normal proportions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it felt like, it felt like Lady Macbeth, like, like out di- damn spot, like staring at her new gloves. Or, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, look, it wasn't great. But I mean, Selena sachets away, you know, sad to see her go. Um, but I think, I think based purely on runways alone, I think, Unfortunately, she wasn't at the same level as some of the others. So, yeah. But I think six is a very good spot for her. And I think, like, she has the personality and the charisma, you know, like a Monet exchange. If she had better runways, she could take it all. Yeah. Away, and I think, like, I would love to see her on an All Stars. I think, like, after this, like, her drag will be so much more elevated. I think she just doesn't have the resources as the other queens. And, like, I think she needs to work with if she's not um, making all her own stuff, like she needs to work with a designer who like gets her more. So that was the Rusical. Um, It feels like we're being set up for either this week or next week, a Lucy versus Lux lip sync for the final. Mm. Who will you be rooting for? That's really tough. I'll say, I'll say now I'll be rooting for Lucy. Yeah, I think like... I mean, I think I'd agree. I think I'd say Lucy. Like, I want, like, I, I want good things for Lucy, but I also want her to like learn a lesson. But I also feel the same. <laughs> I feel the same about Lux. Like, I appreciate. Like, I, they really appreciate the judges. Really appreciate just like how um, confident she is, and I think they like that she's younger and she didn't grow up like with as much baggage or something. But. I don't know. Well, it depends on the episode. I could see myself rooting for Lux and that I could see being eliminated, being good for Lucy. I think Lucy will be eliminated. I feel Lux has more of a final four girly edit to it all than than Lucy does, I think, because of all the negativity. Mm. Um, Next week's a a, a makeover challenge, so that could really go any way, really. Like, it's very hard. Just because you're a makeup artist, you might get somebody who's bad or you know like you're not you know they, someone they who's bad <laughs> bad at walking or you know right. you, uh, yeah and I think they I'd, seem... I'd rather see Lucy in the finale it would okay. yeah but I guess we'll have to find out next week um thank you for listening we'll be back next week in the meantime Erin and I were discussing Secret Celebrity Drag Race season two over in the bonus feed yeah so head over there if you watch it or if you haven't watched it but you want to hear whether it was good or not and save yourself watching it that's also what it's there for as well. I run an alternative comedy theater in school called Mob Theater Dublin. Um, if you are in Dublin or in Ireland, we have um, new awesome classes. We have an improv class coming up this week. We also have sketch writing and a TV writing class that you can take online. So go to mobtheater.ie if you want to meet other creative people and do comedy. You could be writing the next wig loose. You could. You could. You could. <laughs> 
<laughs> one email away. <laughs> uh, I, and in the class, I'll probably teach you why that's a bad idea um, to, to, to write that. But, uh, but but no, I'll encourage you. Come and write uh, Wigloose 2 at modtheater.ie. <laughs> Wigloose 2, the streets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. See you. Love you. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.